Welcome to Boss of My Money podcast, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, the founder, financial educator, financial coach, and budgeting expert at Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money habits, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest, girl, say no more because you are in the right place. And if you want to get started with paying yourself first and learning how to manage your finance like the boss that you are, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies? A free financial wellness checklist at bossofmymoney.com. Now, it's time to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea and join me in today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Welcome to Boss of My Money podcast, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, financial educator, budgeting expert, and the founder of Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money habits, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest. Girl, say no more because you are in the right place. And if you want to get clear about where you stand financially, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies? Stop by at bossofmymoney.com slash minicourse. Now, it's time to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea, and join me in today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Hiya, welcome to Boss of My Money. This is episode number 35. This is part three of my three-part September Q&A where I have been answering the questions that you've sent me via Instagram and email. And today is also day number three of my 30 days daily podcasting throughout the month of September. So I'm really happy that you have joined me on day three, and I hope that you continue to join me for the rest of the month as we talk about all things personal finance. So the question I'll be answering today is how do we review or adjust our budget as we run up to Christmas? Thank you so much to the Instagram follower that sent this question over. I absolutely love it. And it's come at a right time because Christmas is around the corner. So to answer the question, um, I'll actually be throwing back a podcast episode I recorded last year. Um, I think it was probably around October and it, it was actually my second podcast, episode number two, and it's titled top 20 tips for having a debt-free Christmas. So um, when you listen to the tips, do bear that in mind. So obviously when I recorded it last year, we were in the middle of a pandemic, but to be honest, the tips still apply. All 20 tips still apply to um, our current state of living, um, regardless of where in the world you are, regardless if you are in lockdown still or not, not in lockdown. I know in the UK that you know, social distancing um, is no longer and it's not compulsory that you wear masks in certain places. So life is somewhat returning back to normal. Um, but like I said, the tips still do apply. 
And one of the things that I've come to accept is that the reason why so many people get into debt around the holidays is that they don't plan early, right? They don't make decisions early enough. And also they don't make decisions that are aligned with their goals and values. It's almost like Christmas arrives and everybody just forgets about their day-to-day bills. They forget about their savings and their investment and other goals that they had. And they seem to just settle for, you know, spending money that they don't have, putting um, expenses on credit cards, and they're left to have to deal with it at the beginning of January. No wonder why so many people get depressed and stressed out at the beginning of the year because there's so much to undo, you know, towards the end of the year. So to really help you to not fall into this um, situation, definitely pick, even if it's like five of the tips that I'm going to share shortly, pick five and put it to work. You know, if you can apply all 20 tips, I'm telling you, you're going to make so much progress in your finances this Christmas. But even if you can just take five and apply them or take the tips that are really important to you and apply them. Um, So yeah, I am now going to um, hit play so that you can listen to episode number two. Um, I did only cut the bit where it's got the 20 tips. So if you wanted to kind of get the backstory about... um, how how I used to do Christmas and how I do Christmas now, then I would definitely suggest that you go back and listen to episode number two in its entirety. So this episode is focused around giving you tips to help you gain control of your finances and to establish a clear and realistic way to buy gifts for your loved ones without getting into debt around Christmas. And Just to remind you, in case you've forgotten, and I hope you haven't, that we are living in uncertain times. And it's not me trying to be negative or instill fear, but we really have to be realistic about the times that we are in. You know, people are losing their jobs, businesses are closing down. And so there has never been a time for us to be more mindful about how we are spending money than now. So let's get straight into it. Here are my 20 tips for having a debt-free Christmas. So tip number one, think about what Christmas means to you. Why do you celebrate Christmas? Is it for religious or cultural reasons? Do you even know why you celebrate Christmas? Is it just a thing that you participate in every year and you don't even know why you do it? Remember that it's important to align your values with how you spend money. Tip number two, decide with the family on how everyone will contribute and share the burden around Christmas. Don't just do everything on your own. Even if you're hosting Christmas, share the load so that everybody can have a debt-free Christmas. Tip number three, request a family Christmas planning meeting so that you can discuss with your family how Christmas is going to be this year. Tip number four, after covering your bills, agree on what you can afford to put aside for buying gifts, Christmas dinner, shopping, decorations, and travel costs. Tip number five, it's better to use money that you have than to borrow. So with this in mind, it will help you to narrow down your shopping list based on what you can afford rather than what you want to buy. 
Tip number six, decide on what you are cooking and start noting down your ingredients so that you will only buy what it is that you actually need. Tip number seven, buy your decorations from the 99p or the pound land store. And for those USA listeners from the dollar store, the truth is that you're going to throw most of the decorations that you buy away anyway at some point. So by buying the cheaper ones, this will free up your money so that you can add the extra money that you're saving on decorations towards buying other gifts. Tip number eight, just because it says 80% off, it doesn't mean that you can afford it. Does it sit with your budget? Tip number nine, avoid using any sort of credit card or overdraft or borrowed money, even if it's at 0% interest. We are halfway there. Tip number 10, book things in advance, such as train tickets or hotels and place orders now so that you can take advantage of cheaper delivery fees and buying things online. Tip number 11, introduce family secret Santa. Set a budget, draw names secretly and everyone gets a gift. And that way, you know, nobody is left out of pocket and the family doesn't have to go and take tons and tons of debts to make sure that every Everybody gets a Christmas gift. Tip number 11, write a list and stick to it. Don't add names, but you can take names out. Decide on how many people that you plan to get gifts for and stick to that number. Tip number 13, consider buying a family gift. So something that the kids can share, something that the whole family can enjoy. Tip number 14, create a space in your home to store Christmas items such as decorations, gifts, cards. So knowing what you already have will help you not to overspend and it will give you an accurate picture of what you have and what you still might need. Tip number 15, consider buying a gift for someone who is not in a position to give back. Tip number 16, ask yourself if your workplace payment system crashed and they couldn't process your salary and you didn't get paid in December, what is the worst thing that would happen if you didn't get anybody gifts because you simply didn't get paid? So if you ever feel stressed about, you know, oh, but what if I don't get gifts for people, then I'm going to look a certain way. Just think about what if you never had the money to actually buy the gifts? What is the worst thing that would happen then? Tip number 17, consider buying gifts only for the children this year. This is something that I have been doing for the past two years where I don't really buy anybody that's like over the age of 21. I don't really buy them gifts. I just buy gifts for the kids in the family trust me, the adults will live. Tip number 18, consider giving by volunteering as a family. Um, I know that this year with COVID and depending on what the lockdown rules are, you know, this is going to look different for each person. But if there's a way that you can give of your time, that you can give of your love or your care, you know, people will still appreciate that. It's not always about buying things and, you know, giving things to people. People sometimes just want you to be there. They want to know that you care. They want to know that, you know, that you're thinking of them. So think about voluntary ways that you can give as a family. Tip number 19, just say 
No. It's okay to say no. Remember that this Christmas, you know, if you want it to be a debt-free Christmas, it has to be different from all the other Christmases that you've had. So if you're used to taking on debt, if you're used to maxing out your credit card, if you're used to using money that you've put aside for bills, or if you're used to going way over your Christmas budget, then something has to change this year for you to have a debt-free Christmas, right? Because you've decided to have a debt-free Christmas, that means that you are going to do things differently. Don't feel guilty about it. Remember, this is about how you want to feel in the new year. So what decisions are you going to make that you have to live with? So if you feel that you know, buying loads of gifts or, you know, doing something that doesn't sit well with you, just give it a big fat no. And finally, tip number 20, consider giving presents after Boxing Day, right? Because things are so much cheaper on Boxing Day. Um, And I've done this actually for one particular Christmas. Although I gave gifts, I gave all my gifts after Christmas because I bought them on Boxing Day when um, the prices were slashed and, you know, there were things that I didn't even see during Christmas that were available on Boxing Day. Um, And if it's something that you already have money for and that you know you can afford, it means that you're actually going to save more money on that purchase and you could have extra money left over to buy, you know, more things for other people or to just put towards your savings and to start saving for next Christmas. So we've come to the end of my 20 tips for having a debt-free Christmas. And so whether you decide to spend money this Christmas or not, whether you decide to buy gifts, do what feels right for you. Think about your everyday bills. Think about the debt that you already have. Think about how much savings you have. Think about how you want to go into the new year feeling and be creative. You know, be creative about how you spend money and don't allow the pressures of life to weigh you down. Remember, there is always next year. So whatever you're not able to do this year, you can start planning ahead of time from January. And please, please, please let me know which tip has resonated um, with you the most. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening to Boss of My Money podcast with Esther. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. If you would like me to answer any of your questions, you can include your name or it can be anonymous. Send your questions to esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it if you took the time to also rate and review this podcast on Apple. Stop by at bossofmymoney.com for more details on how to get started on your financial journey and start mastering your budget. Thank you again for listening to Boss of My Money podcast with Esther. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. And if you'd like me to answer any of your questions, you can include your name or it can be anonymous. Send them to me at esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it if you took the time 
to also rate and review this podcast as well as share it. Stop by at bossofmymoney.com for more details on how you can get started on your financial success journey. See you again on the next episode.